0: Hello, I'm Banjo, and I'll be reading chapter four. Most rabbits are happiest in bonded peers or groups. The next morning, I couldn't remember why my alarm was going off. Then it hit me. It was the first day of school. All the thinking and planning was over. The day was finally here. As I leaped out of bed, I noticed the upside down laundry basket wet between my dresser and nightstand. Through the vents, I could see the outline of bunny ears. There were lots of little rabbit poops to clean up, but I didn't care. His food was gone and the water bowl was empty. I lifted the laundry basket so he could run around my room while I cleaned up and got dressed. As I brushed my hair, I practiced smiling. It's hard to get just the right amount of smile. Not too crazy, big, and desperate, but enough to show. I'm friendly. Hey, I'm Emma, I said softly to the to myself in the mirror. I'm new here. May as well just admit it. Most of these kids are probably known each other since kindergarten and my red hair stands out right away. There's no melting into any crowd. In fact, it's always easy to find me in a group photo. Just look for my hair. It was thrilling to be like all those other kids heading off to school today, even if I was faking it a bit, Of course, I would miss the freedom. With homeschooling, if I got right to work first thing in the morning and stuck to it without any breaks, I could be all done with my lessons by lunchtime and have the whole afternoon to myself to go kayaking or hiking or read. Freedom can be lonely, though. It would be great to have a built-in group of kids to belong to, Maybe Owen would even feel lonesome without me for a change. It would be nice not to explain, too, when people ask me, where do you go to school? The answer would just be a name, not a whole conversation. Behind me in the mirror, I saw the rabbit jump into the trash can. He looked so funny with just his ears showing. Emma! I heard Mom yelling up the stairs. Breakfast! Coming! I grabbed my backpack and a rock from my collection on the windshield. A long time ago, Mom took Owen and me on a homeschool field trip to the Auburn Society. The gift shop had pretty inspiration stones for sale, each one with a word engraved on it like trust, create, and love. I wanted to buy one, but Owen said we could easily make our own, so every time I went somewhere special, I brought a rock home and wrote a word or phrase on it with a permanent marker. Discover. Imagine. Courage. Kindness. Good luck. Keep going. Wish. You got this. You got this, I said out loud, putting the rock in my pocket. Then I scooped the rabbit out of the trash can in my arms. He tucked his head under my chin, and a feeling hit me like a blast of fire. I'll do anything to protect him. I wish you could come to school with me today, I whispered into his fur. In the kitchen, Dad and Owen looked up from their plates of scrambled eggs and toast. Usually, Owen would be gone before me, but high school didn't start until tomorrow. I knew you would have it, Owen said. Mom was about to tear the living room apart looking for that rabbit. Mom glanced at me from the corner of her eye. Emma, didn't I tell you to leave him in the cage? I'm so worried about him that I couldn't sleep, I said. I've named him Monsieur Lapin, Lappy for short. Please don't get attached to him, honey, Mom said. He must be someone's pet. She was probably right. And if Maggie and Molly got in lost and someone found them, I'd want them back. It was too late to tell me not to get attached, though. He ate all his food. As I opened the refrigerator, Lappy started at the cold air. I touched a carrot, green to his nose, and he took a nibble. See, Dad? He's eating. Okay, Dad said, I'll wait for you to get home from school before we take him to the shelter. He doesn't like his cage, though, I said. We still have the exercise pen for when Maggie and Molly were puppies. Dad said, maybe he'll like that better. It's bigger, but not so close in. It's out in the barn. I'll bring it in and set it up for him before I go to work. Until then, he needs to go in the cage so he can eat breakfast, my mom said, and wash your hands. I felt bad putting Lappy in a cage. He didn't seem to mind it as much as he had last night. So who's ahead? Owen asked as I sat down beside him at the table. Scared or excited? Excited has been training all summer for this day, I said. Scared forgot to eat breakfast. He smiled. Well, if scared starts catching up, just remember that the beginning is the hardest. The beginning is the hardest. I repeated in my head as I ate. Don't forget to put your name on all your work. You lose points if you do, Owen said. And when your teacher tells you an assignment, be sure to write it down. At home, you could just ask mom if you got something. But at school, you expected to hear it once and remember it. Write everything down. It was new to be so responsible for myself. But I loved my assignment notebook, all those black pages ready to be filled up with important things. And don't feel bad if you don't understand something, Owen continued. Just ask. Most kids are nice and will help you if you need it. Pick your first friends carefully, though. Sometimes that's who you end up with for good, and other kids don't give you too many chances before they write you off as strange. Now at the last minute, he was full of advice about school. I know, I knew Owen was trying to help, but he was telling me things that I haven't even known to worry about. As I came over to say goodbye, Lappy pushed his nose between the bars of the cage. I'll see you this afternoon. I promised giving his fur a little rub. Outside on the front porch, Mom took my photo. I grinned and struck a prose with my brand new backpack. I had my feet and my arms up in the air in a big bee. Have a great day, Mom said, giving me a hug. I hoisted my backpack onto my shoulder. It felt light, though when I came home it would probably be full of books like Owen's last year. I knew I'd get tired of having homework, but for day it felt grown up too. Hold out your hand, Owen reached into his pocket. I have something for you. But don't look at it now, okay? Read it when you need it. I curled my finger around the little rock and placed it in my palm. I slid it into my jean pocket with, You got this? Thanks, I said. See you this afternoon. Walking down the driveway, my toes were getting cold and I could smell a hint of wood smoke on the breeze. I huffed hard to see my breath. In our yard, our apple tree was loaded with apples. Someone had already dropped in a pile around the, the trunk. A few sunflowers were still peeking above the deer fence in the garden. And across Moose Alley, the trees were turning. Some trees turn all at once, from bright green to hazy yellow-green, then bright yellow. Others turn in patches, one flashy red or orange branch at a time. The pines and spruces couldn't care less. They stay green all year round. Today, the skinny spruce trees with their pointy tops reminded me of sharpened pencils, like the brand new ones in my backpack. I heard the bus coming before I saw it. Excited, tossed a banana peel onto the road and, scared, went down hard. As the bus stopped in front of me, I felt my muscles tense bracing myself like I did before driving into the lake for the first time and hitting cold water. I waved to my family once more before climbing the steps. Hi, I'm Emma, smiled at the driver. I'm new here. He nodded and smiled back. Good morning, Emma. I also smiled at the kids in the front seats but they were little they were little in talking to each other, too young to be best friend material. I chose an empty seat in the middle and touched the lumps in my pocket. You got this. And I wanted to look, but I didn't want to use up the surprise. The bus was noisy and bumpy. Riding down familiar at Old Moose Alley didn't feel familiar, even though it was all the same hills and dips, twists, and turns. The grass on the roadside looked tired, long and wheat-colored, spotted with blue coneflowers, orange Indian paintbrushes, and white Queen Anne's lace. Power lines sagged between the poles and above the treetops. The mountain peaked around each other, all points and folds like a huge omegami crown, made by someone who didn't really know how. We crossed the little bridge over the river, Same bridge, same river full of rocks, but today it felt like passing through that Canada checkpoint, an ending and a beginning at the same time. Is that your real hair? A small voice asked. I turned to see two little girls in the seat behind me, probably first graders. They were sitting so close together that they had to be best friends. They even had the same coat, one in pink, one in purple. Yes, it's my real hair, I smiled even though I get tired of complete strangers talking about my hair, but these girls look cute together and they gave me hope that maybe there was a best friend waiting for me too. I like it, the girl in the pink replied. It looks like oranges. Uh, Thanks, Ximenda is a good thing, but who wants to look like a fruit? You could be a carton of orange juice for Halloween, the one in purple said. The girl in pink nodded. Yeah, you could pass, put a straw in your hair. They weren't trying to make me feel bad, but some conversations are actually worse than being quiet. Hmm, I'll think about that, I said, and turned back around. One day this will be easy, I promised myself. I'll get on the bus and won't feel like a new kid, and I'll have a best friend, too. The girls were still talking about Halloween as the bus went through downtown. Out front of the hiking store, Stood two scruffy looking men wearing shorts and boots, weighed down by an, with enormous backpacks. Probably an Appalachian trail through hikers come into town for supplies. In the market, you can smell those hikers a, a couple aisles away. Dad sometimes pick them, picks them up when they're hitchhiking to and from the trail, even if they're smelly. I love to hear their stories. One man from Tennessee played songs for me on his ukulele while we drove him back to the trail. Dad doesn't mind the AT hikers so much because they're usually well-prepared. It's the day hikers who start off at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in flip-flops who frustrate him. Sometimes he's got to go to them when it gets dark and their families get worried or they call for help. I'm sure he gives them stern talking to about the hiking boots and flashlights on the way down the mountain. The bus passed the Mariana, the post office, the real estate office with side-by-side American and Canadian flags, the bank, the coffee shop with the cars and ATVs, parked out front for breakfast, the library, and the ice cream shop, with a sign in the window, closing on Columbus Day. As the bus turned off Main Street, I felt my heart going into hyperspeed. I couldn't tell if I was excited or scared, speeding it up though. The bus pulled into the long, half-circle driveway in front of the school. The building itself looked like a huge brick box with a flat roof and small rectangular windows. A banner hung above the doorway that said, Welcome to Lakeview Elementary School, home of the Lakers. Lakers was a funny name, not fierce like most school mascots, bobcats or bears or tigers. Watch out, we're the mighty mighty lake. I was glad though, a lake felt familiar, calming and gentle. A few buses were lined up in front of the school, out back were ball fields, and on the side were some gardens and raised beds with a little homemade greenhouse. A deer fence surrounded the garden area, but I could see a hole under the fence where some animal had dug under. I smelled, imagining the story Papierre might tell. It happened once that the Monsieur Lapin saw a school at the edge of the woods. Then he noticed something green growing in the garden. I'll go have myself a look, he thought, twitching his nose and a taste. He tricked some other animal into doing the work though. Maybe he'll come upon stinky, black, and white, Madame Muffet. I hear that there are tasty grubs under that fence. Monsieur Lapin would say, I'll come back later and eat them. You go, go on, Madame Muffet would say, waiting for him to leave. Then she'll dig and dig until she make a big hole and not find a single grub. When I see Monsieur Lapin, I'll give him a big spray with my tail. She'll grumble, wading away into the woods. Monsieur Le Pen will come back later and have a good big hole already made for him, right into that delicious garden. The bus stopped with a screech of brakes. Everyone out, the driver said. Have a great first day. So it was. Just thinking about Papierre and his stories made me feel braver. I picked up my backpack and followed the other students up the bus aisle and down the walkway. There were kids everywhere, kindergarteners to fifth graders, rushing and lapping and talking really loudly to each other. Before I stepped inside the school, I decided I had earned a peek at Owens Rock. I stepped off to the side of the walkway to let the other kids pass by. He'd written, B on one side. I imagined what could be the other side. Be brave, be happy, be strong. Be, I squeezed the rock tightly in my hand before turning it off. Yourself.